0: Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs.
1: And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry. we got some stuff for you, too.
0: Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you've never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you, too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome back to Folding the Cheese. It's your boy, K-Troll. on Mike. On this Thursday, we are heading into Divisional Playoffs. And I am joined, as always, by the Camilo to my Mirabel. Saint- oh. Adios. Oh, well,
1: what's your gift?
0: Ethan Gelfan.
1: Hey, <laughs> what's happening, Mirabel? Nothing much, man. Uh, I, so this, for the past five days, I had had it where this soundtrack was actually not playing on repeat in my head. It was kind of amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong spectacular soundtrack. I love just about every song in it, and it's great, yeah. but it is it's in the theme of the past, like three or four kids movies. It's just been those soundtracks where they just get murderated inside your brain and imprinted, and you can't. I would wake up saying, like, we don't talk about, you know, who or I'd be like in the shower and it just hear, Mirabel like, Grand round up, Grand Kid Roundup up. <laughs> do Yeah. Every day I take
0: Nora Yeah, every day I take Nora to to pre K to her daycare. We listen. So friend like start the first song and we always get to about the same point in the soundtrack, which is like (laughs) five songs in, you know? It's like just hear those songs on repeat.
1: I feel like that'd be brutal. Like getting to the same point every time. It's like, can we just go a little further? Can we start in the middle this time, please? Just so we can hear like a little bit of differences instead of just the same starting and ending point each time. So,
0: yeah. So I have this thing with her where I am trying to educate her on music. I did this with miles too. And I used to take him to daycare. We used to, with him, it was like, I just play like Epic songs all the time, like Michael Jackson and like journey and the Eagles and all kinds of stuff like that. Right. Like
1: LFO. Her.
0: LFO yep in sync, yeah and with her I'm like trying to find like great female vocalists specifically and Look at you, play through mainstream. a bunch of those so I'm yeah I'm trying to you know empower my my young lady that I'm raising and so I'm I've <laughs> got you know the the classics like Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey and people like that and Adele and you know some just big names like that or whatever so we always play one song that's a female musician a female artist Amy Winehouse or even some like lesser known names that I just think are really good Okay. And then we then we jump in. And then she wants to listen to Encanto. So that's when we start with Family Magical, and we work our way through. And I'm not so gonna lie, there've been a get? couple of times. So um, now I'm trying to think about it because we didn't go this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dang it! It's, I think wait, time we get Is into, it still
1: is it still Snowmageddon in Nashville, or is that why Nora's home? It,
0: it is not. No, she's got okay. sniffles and sniffles uh, equals sniff, so you, know, you know, equals death, so
1: be careful. Dirty looks home.
0: everywhere, so yeah. yep. We're going to stay home with sniffles today. Um, hopefully that's all it is, but no, the snow has melted. It was, it's uh, 50 degrees yesterday, so <laughs> melted everything <laughs> right annoying. away, You're and so now annoying. it's back down to 30, and it's freezing here. So,
1: yeah. But, sorry. but so anyway, I think we get to,
0: I think we get to, we don't talk about Bruno. I think we're usually in that area, because it's about you know, ten that's to twelve song. minutes.
1: That's the fourth yeah. song. Okay. Yeah. So yes, I know it's, it's usually around there. It's sad I know each numbered song because we played it so many times.
0: Yeah, it goes. But you got Family Magical. You've got Family Waiting Magical. on a Miracle. Yeah. Surface and Pressure, got, uh,
1: which <laughs> I think <laughs> about is <laughs> a banger. The surface Pressure is a banger.
0: I like that's that one of the favorites. That's one of the one yes. of the favorites of our house. Yeah. We get we get to Bruno, and then uh, I'm not gonna lie. Every now and then, I will just keep it rolling after I drop her off, <laughs> and just hear like, <laughs> like the next couple songs as well. shit I just want
1: to shut out. Going. Going. That's fair. Yeah, hey, I mean, yeah. you're a big lin Manuel guy, and this fits right in that wheelhouse. Indeed. So there you go. Indeed. Okay. Fair. Um, so speaking of like drives and stuff, so this week was big for me because I made my head coaching debut for my daughter's eight-year-old and under basketball team. Head coach. Hey, Yes. AAU. So, no big deal. No big deal. You're talking to the HC right here. Well, the H-C. HC. By default,
0: acting HC. <laughs> By Interim <default>. HC.
1: <laughs> yes, because we were slated for practice on Monday evening. And I get a text from the uh, the head coach like two hours prior saying, hey, man, uh, just so you know, I am not going to be there. So good luck tonight. I was like, oh, okay. So. You, John Shire. You, John Shire for Coach Kate. You, you're the coach in waiting. You're right. You're right. So waiting no longer. So you know, I typed up a little practice plan. You know, I'm going back to my Central Michigan, my Wake Forest, my Penn State roots. I was like, okay, let's get prep, let's get prepared. And I'm typing this thing up. I'm like, wait a second. They're like eight years old. It'll take just ten minutes to figure out where which shoe is left and which one is right. So yeah, let's just. They've never let's played basketball. A little let's,
0: bit. Let's start with hold a basketball. <laughs> well, Can um, dribble?
1: Can dribble? So. He couldn't make it, but his daughter was still there and and his wife dropped her off. So she handed me this quote unquote little, you know, practice plan. It's like, oh, you know, Justin wanted me to uh, to give you this so you could, you know, plan accordingly or whatnot. So I'm like, okay. So I take a look at it and I kid you not, there was an out of bounds play drawn up on it. And I'm looking at this. And so it's just like the one is inbounding the ball. The five is under the hoop, setting a screen for the three with the four. (laughs) I'm like, okay, okay. Again. that sounds like
0: my high school Eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: and so I'm looking I'm like first of all I tried doing this at Wake Forest at our C team practice I'm like okay we got an underba- under- underneath out of bounds play let's go <laughs> and and our dumbass has had enough t- difficulty running it and here I am looking to at this for these 8 year olds
0: yeah. C team <laughs> basketball fair. usually hammered yeah to be fair C team <laughs> basketball <laughs> usually <laughs> not sober <laughs> <laughs> wait where so, do I go
1: where am I we're still oh damn it Um but yeah, so it was just comical. And so at first, after we, I'd stretched him out, I'm like, okay, we're going to run through the positions, uh, what each position is and what number they are. So I'm like, the one is a point guard. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, scratch it. Who wants to do layup lines? <laughs> That's like, right. <laughs> well,
0: I coach, yeah, I coached soccer for four years and am not coaching this season because my daughter is getting into it as well, but. Um, they, they give you like resources. They're kind of like recommended resources for practice plans. And I've looked through them and I'm just like, Hey, no way in hell. These yeah. kids are going to do some kind of like cross field passing drill with a dummy <laughs> in the middle. And like, they've got like, they've got like moguls up. You're supposed to like kind of weave in and out. I'm just like, no, no, no. These kids are like your
1: shoulder as you're going through. Right. I'm like,
0: <laughs> Ain't no way in hell. So yeah. No, I don't
1: know who writes that stuff, but they're crazy. It's hilarious, but uh, no, it was a good time. Kids had a blast. It was an hour. So at first when I'm typing it up, I'm like, holy crap, I've only scheduled out 30 minutes and I'm done. I got I got nothing left, but it was awesome. The kids were great. Uh, Addison had a blast. So it's a good time. First game Saturday. I'll keep you updated. First game. Saturday. Okay,
0: I'd like to see. uh, Give me some game film if you could. I'd like to break it down.
1: I think it would be too much at my local Y if I dressed up in like game time suit. Is that too much? I think it'd be. amazing. I don't think so. I think that would be
0: appropriate, actually. <laughs> take a, just fold take up, fold very... up the paper, fold up some kind of paper yeah. into like a little cylinder, and you yeah. and walk around and just smack your hand on it. You know, yeah.
1: Or if I do you the old John about. Thompson, John Thompson with the towel over my shoulder. You do could You could che- too. Yeah,
0: you could chew on your towel. Yeah, that's true. You could throw a chair. You could Bobby Knight it first day, just kind of set the tone.
1: Uh, I don't think there's enough space for actually chairs. I think we all just kind of stand. <laughs> Everyone just <laughs> huddles <We're> just... around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: that's perfect. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a great experience to get us kind of warmed up into the March Madness coverage we're gonna have down the road. Yes, so, sir. Uh, we will start weaving that in with your weekly basketball trips uh, as the NFL uh, yeah. winds down here.
1: I think the audience we'll will be pretty that. enthralled in both. You know, they got the N. You're gonna want to come for that for sure, and the Y sure. and the YMCA. I mean, woo, YMCA. Watch
0: out for those a's. <laughs> we've got an NCAA data dump, and then we've got a YMCA recaps those are going to be killers. i'll do
1: box scores i'll do uh scanning reports on i think uh suzy over there she could be a banger down yeah. low in the in the post well, she's a watch out. i need
0: plus minus for everybody i need uh, yeah. assist to turnover ratios um, i will
1: do advanced I stats
0: i need yeah saber metrics please
1: yes exactly so just be on the lookout <laughs> i'll send those out uh those will be for our premium members that's only like 100 bucks if you want to see my advanced scattering reports on uh the YMCA. <laughs> so be prepared all right all right so um let's recap last week's
0: betting adventures we did dfs and here i am <laughs> i see you doing your little doing a little jig i'm pissed i lost by five <laughs> points I mean, this is so annoying <laughs> This is so stupid. Office. Cooper Cup like disappeared for most of the game. And, and Odo becomes the like their star. And then, you know, so he ends up getting a touchdown late. Um, they end up having about the but same number s- of points. But, but
1: timeout, did you see that touchdown?
0: That was a sweet yes.
1: grab. That yeah, shooshing, shooshing, shoestring,
0: shoestring grab. <laughs> he is capable of doing that. And you would have seen it more had they thrown it to him more. But um, yeah, sure. that was not great. Ramadri Stevenson was one of my picks. He got me 10 points. I played like four grand for him. It's not terrible. I expected nah, a slightly a better. Output. I thought they'd run the ball a little bit more effectively. That was, I mean, <laughs> I the thought Buffaloes they would have decided like not again, not again.
1: I thought they would have played more effectively. So that's yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of on everybody.
0: I'd say what really killed me was Zach Ertz. who I, I thought was like, Hey, the offense has got to run through him, especially in the playoffs. Like you need your safety valve. Like he's going to have, if anyone has a big game, it's going to be him. He did have the biggest game, I think, of any Cardinals player, but good grief. It was like three yeah. catches for 20 yards or something. I mean, it was, they were so, was so bad.
1: Yeah, the entire Cardinals team was just terrible. Uh, it's just funny if you look at our head to head matchup. Cooper Cup got you 17.1 points, and that's a snowflake for him, which is hilarious because 17.1 <laughs> is, is, a flame throw off is a flamethrower for Zay Jones. So it's exact yes. same amount of points. One's yes. a snowflake and one's a fire.
0: <laughs> that well, tells you everything you need to know. Uh, exactly. Zay Jones was another great play was. for me, right? That was a, that was a great play. Was. Cedric it Wilson was. was solid. He got like 11 or 12 or something. I mean, I got kind of what I expected from. Most of the guys, I just didn't didn't blow it out where I needed to.
1: Yeah, like, and I was kind of just kind of steady across the board. So Maddie Matty Staff was my big guy with twenty four, but then Elijah Mitchell got me fifteen. Joe Mixon sucked for both of us. Beckham got me seventeen. Debo twenty. Hunter Renfro fourteen. So it's just kind of like all middle. Like uh, Devontae Smith got me a solid like twelve. It's just kind of all middle. Ground, yeah, which nobody fine. really
0: blew it out. I think we ended like one eighteen to one thirteen. So not not the most yeah. impressive scores, but. Uh, it was close and that, it's annoying, but I'll take good. Kudos it. to you. Kudos to you, you for the friend. first round W. <laughs> All right. Sports book, uh, sports book was a mixed bag. So the bets were not great. The Eagles did not cover eight and a half. Kansas city, Pittsburgh was way over the under. I had predicted that it not be like a slug best. Uh, the yes. parlay did hit and I did have several player props that hit. So this is kind of like going forward. I'm going to probably do more player props. The lines are getting tighter. Games are getting tougher to predict. Um, so I'm, I'm probably going to lean more that direction at the end of this segment as well. But the Zay Jones, uh, over yardage was good. Damien Harris did yes, not sir. score, but Gronk and Debo did score. Uh, Zach Ertz was disappointing again as the Cardinals were. Um, and Deontay Johnson, I think he didn't get the seven catches. I think he had five or six, but, he um, so it's kind of like a mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah. They had this
1: the same. That's the place. Place. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Cause I just remember looking at the, uh, playoff pigskin and we both won that one. I was like, Oh, okay
0: that's true the same that is true the
1: same i like how we so, all won um, the um the one prop where it was like who's gonna score the most touchdowns and it was jamar chase stefan diggs yeah. Damien harrison josh <laughs> jacobs everyone had zero
0: <laughs> nil <laughs> and none Nailed of the it. above nail uh it. so speaking of the pixie and playoff pick them you ended up with 11 and 4 record 11 out of 15 correct picks i had 10 out of 15 that was good work by you um I picked a couple of randos that I knew at the time were not great picks, but thought eh, it could be fun if it works. Like, will the score ever be tied again in the fourth quarter? Or <laughs> um, I forget. There's another stupid one. That I took it. I was well, like, yeah, took, sure.
1: Uh, not. Well, you took the boys over the Niners, but that wasn't like a dumb pick. Um,
0: yeah, but I think like, I out. took
1: Tom Brady to have over two and a half touchdowns. It's like, damn it. he had two, of course. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like little things. You did like pick that. Mike Evans. You had Mike Evans though with the most yards. I got Mike Evans. Debo. Uh, Stupid yep. that I so, picked Matt Stafford to have most touchdowns thrown instead of Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has five. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, that was <laughs> that, that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that was so done. it was good. It was good we had a bunch of different picks. I-
0: I'm hopeful that we yeah. do this time around. These, to me, seemed easier. There were a couple
1: that I they're really more struggled strape- with. But yeah, they're more straightforward. It
0: seemed easier. So I, I have a feeling we're not going to have as many different picks this time. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's jump in and see what we got. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So the first it, one
0: is the Bengals. The Bengals traveling to Nashville, taking on the
1: Titans. This is just a pick'em. Who you got? Straight pick'em. And man, this is a great uh, this is a very intriguing match. I feel like this is a fun one. Um it's just because the Bengals are just a fun team watch offensively, even though they were playing so tight against the Raiders. And we talked about this last episode. I really feel like they're going to open it up a little bit, which will be hopefully more fun to see. Not that they weren't fun against the Raiders. It's just that they had a lot more potential they could have used, a lot more they could have done. Uh, I really could have put that game away early. Tennessee is such a question mark, man. I know this, this is your squad, but man, I'm just, I was just going back through their games. You know, they're four and three in their last seven. Uh, it's not like they've been lighting up the scoreboard. They did have one game of 30-plus points, and then the other have just been so close, and I think that's against the Jags, so that, that really shouldn't count. But, I mean, ideally, if Derrick Henry's coming back, I know we practice with contact. Uh, that will make a big difference. That just changes the whole landscape of the offense and, and defensive schemes for the Bengals. But it's, it's, he hasn't been 100% confirmed. He's probably going to play. But um, I'm actually going to go with the upset special here just because I feel like the Bengals are going to play would. loose. The Bengals are on, on them on on nuts. On them Bengals nuts. nuts. That's what it is. And um, Titans, it's uh, I, if Derek Henry is, is full Derek Henry, I, I expect that to be a different story. But right now, I, I I'm just feeling sensey. Just uh, yeah, feeling sensey.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, it's fine. You can say that. You and the rest it's of the country fine. are are like totally on their nuts and totally hating <laughs> on the Titans. I've heard the Titans uh, are the 56. worst ones ever.
1: Fifty six percent of America. Yeah, has chosen Tennessee. So for a one
0: seed, though. I mean, yeah, that's that's not a lot. Green no. Bay sitting at 86%, all right? <laughs> um, so, I, I don't know. I mean, that's there's a lot of hate being thrown out on the Titans. There being is. The worst one seed 100%. ever. And how are they going to do it? And they lost to the Texans, and they lost to the Jets. And you're like, okay, I get all of that. I will tell you, there are a couple weird stats that go along with the Titans. The, the games they lost, listen to these. They lost to the Texans and the Jets. Those are two total mm-hmm. garbage teams. The other yep. three teams they lost to all got okay. completely smoked in the playoffs. <laughs> so you're talking about the Cardinals, the Patriots, yep. and the Steelers. All yep. right, If they played a really good team like the Chiefs or the Bills or the Rams, they whooped that ass. So they, they are capable of beating the best. They are capable of choking to the worst. I don't think Cincinnati is either of those things, so I think you're going to see a closer game because these mm-hmm. teams are maybe better matched. They run different styles, but they have weapons all around the field. Derrick Henry is obviously the big story, and he gonna play and he gonna whoop that ass because he is a downhill <laughs> runner. All right, he's not yes. cutting a whole bunch on the field, so I don't really worry as much about his foot getting re-injured. And he did have surgery, which is usually a more permanent. Which fix. helps. Yes. The other thing I would say is they finally got Julio and AJ healthy together, mm-hmm. like a couple weeks in a row. You know, like we're not talking like. They're both on the field and then one leaves early and it's like, I'm going to try to go next week. It's like, these guys have now had time to rest. They've had time to heal. They did both play in the, in the final game in the regular season. They both looked good. Like now we're talking, now we're talking. We have two star receivers. We got our star running back back. That's going to make Tannehill look a lot better. I'm, I am fired up to see this game and see the Titans come out and prove everybody wrong. Tighten up. Y'all are some haters. I love the Bengals, too. Don't get me wrong. I really do like the Bengals. I I love the talent they've got. They're not coming to Nashville and taking down Tennessee. I'll just tell you that right now. (laughs) Ain't going to happen. Okay, good.
1: Hey, don't get me wrong. I hope your Titans win because I want to see that. I love Mike Rabel. I love A.J. Brown, and I, I wanted to like Julio. So don't get me wrong. I hope they do win just because they're a fun team and for your sake as well. Uh, Of course, they were the team that ended Tom Brady's career in New England. So I might hate them for that, but at the same time, it was coming. So I don't uh,
0: see the poster uh, up in your office, by the way. That's going to have to make a. Moving on. Moving
1: on. Uh, So yes, but for real, moving on. Uh, The next prop bet is a one-on-one matchup. It was who will be receiving? Who will record more receiving yards? Jamar Chase or your boy AJ
0: Brown? This is super tough for me because. It is. The Titans secondary the Titans secondary has been known to give up a lot of yardage this year. And they've been they've been scorched at times. More recently, they've they've really put the clamps on, they figured some things out. Christian Fulton has been a really good mm-hmm. corner, second year corner to LSU, has been really good. He knows Jamar Chase, he knows Joe Burrow. There's some there's some talk about that. Like he, he practiced with these guys, you know, who's gonna who's gonna have the edge. Um, but he's been he's been kind of a stud for us. Kevin Byard's as good of a safety as there is in the entire NFL. Um I and but you know, the offense runs through AJ um in their passing game for Tennessee and he could have ten catches for 150 yards. We've seen that before. I, I'm gonna go Jamar Chase on this one. Um I think that's more likely that I think we know the Bengals are gonna have to air it out. The Titans, some games AJ kinda kinda disappears like five for fifty. So I'm gonna oh, go Jamar Chase. I know that. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked if AJ yeah. just lights it up.
1: No, yeah. I mean AJ was a little frustrating for me this year. Just I mean, I drafted him pretty high and um he was frustrating in two ways. One, obviously because he got hurt for a, a good chunk of the season, but then, yeah, he would have those games where he would blow up for 10 for 180, but then he would have two for 60. So, um, he was a little boomer bust this year, which was surprising. You would have thought there'd be a little, he, more he was a
0: weirdly of... Tyler Lockety kind of player, you know? Yes. Highly. Not, they're not the same bill at all, but yeah,
1: I know injuries played a part and I know obviously losing Derek Henry and not having Julio there the whole year all played into yeah. it, but yeah, he, he was extremely frustrating whereas um after the first 3 games or 4 games Jamar Chase was just consistently putting up 80 90 100 yard games and granted he was in probably 3 or 4 catches 3 or 4 receptions which yeah. can be a little scary but um, yeah. I just I just love him and the and the Joe Burrow connection I mean they they showed it in college and they they picked right up where they left off so I too am picking Jamar just because of his a little more consistency and again I hope they they open it up this game and you'll see it there
0: Yeah, I think you're going to see a bend, don't break Titans defense. It's kind of been one of their one of their staples this year is like they're going to give up the yardage. But when you get down close, like they're going to put pressure on you. When when you have to really pack pack in the field, that's where they shine. They don't they don't cover all that well across the whole field. But if Mm -hmm. they have a smaller space like a red zone or even goal line defense, they do much better.
1: Sorry, just going back to that, talking about packing it in. I just feel like watching the game against the Raiders, Joe Mixon was he just looked terrible. In those situations where he's running up the middle, trying to run up the gut, and they were just really kind of slamming him in there. And, and you're talking about, with well, there, the Titans are great at packing it in, I can see Joe Mixon really struggling to, uh, on Saturday.
0: He, The Titans' run defense is freaking legit. Stout. Stout. They are stout. Jeffrey Simmons <laughs> is a man up front. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't see Joe Mixon going off. Um, but on the other side of the ball, here's the next question Picks him, playoff, pick him. Will Derek Henry score a touchdown? Yes or no?
1: I mean, if that if that guy's playing, he gonna get a touchdown. Uh, Josh Jacobs had a solid game against the Bengals, and Derrick Henry is three times the running back. He is, and you know, especially if they get in the red zone, how dumb are you not to just be pounding the rock with that guy? No one can stop him when he's running up and downhill. Uh, so I just think anytime you're getting in the red zone, that's that's Derrick Henry territory, and they're gonna be there. So they he gonna get at least one. <laughs> so yes, I completely yes. yeah, I
0: completely agree. I would I would even. I would see what the odds are on a two touchdown prop for him. I just think (laughs) everything you said is totally true with the added impetus on he's back. He means so much to this team. Let's, let's, let's get him a couple of tutties and see how everybody like that. You want to get the team fired up up? back and he runs somebody over into the end zone. Like that's going to get the team completely jacked. They're going to want to get him in the end zone. Not that they have Mm -hmm. to try that hard because he's going to do it anyway. But yeah, I think Absolutely. This would be like lock of the week. Derrick Henry scores touchdown. <laughs> lock
1: of the week. Yep. Yeah. I, I concur. Okay. So now we got another player prop, but it's four guys. So which of these players will record the most passing yards this round? So that was, we messed it up last week when it was Joe Burrow versus Derek Carr. We both picked Burrow. It was ended up being Derek Carr, but now we got four. So this time it's Joe yep. Burrow, Jimmy G, A-Raj, and your boy, Ryan Tanney. So I am I am leaning Joe
0: Burrow on this one, and I think it's goes back to that Ben don't break that I was talking about. Um, the The American public is pretty heavy on Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers will be the best player of these four far and away, in my opinion, yeah. and maybe the best player in the playoffs. He's just un, unstoppable. Playoffs. But he doesn't he doesn't always throw for the most yards. You know, like so, he'll have a lot of games like two hundred and forty mm-hmm. yards or so. It'll have like four He's four touchdowns. Efficient. You know, <laughs> yeah. He gets a lot of PIs. He gets he gets a lot of like get him off sides. They lo- he loves to check down to the run. He, he's he's going to light it up. But I think Burrow is going to be more likely to throw for more yards, both because their offense is more of an air attack, uh, because the Titans play that bend don't break, and because I think they'll be playing from behind.
1: Yeah, I, I too want Burrow for everything you just said. Um, with Aaron Rodgers, he is he's too efficient, and that's why he doesn't necessarily throw for over three hundred every game. You know, he he does it. He's like 24 for 28, four touchdowns, 260 yards, just because he, he gets the job done. Uh, they got AJ Dillon and, and Aaron Jones who can uh, really eat up some yards too. So that that'll help them move the ball. Also surprisingly, like the Niners did a great job in containing Dak and those, you know, Dallas receivers. I know I yeah. think Dak finished with over 240 yards for the game, but that was more towards the end there towards not garbage time, but when, you know, forty hours of playing more prevent. So, the 49ers defense is not bad. I mean, they're a solid and scary team, and I'm not saying they're going to contain Rodgers by any means, but they're, they're a little tighter on the bend break and they can. I think they'll be able to hold Rodgers a little lower than the Titans will hold Burrow. So I'm going, Joey B.
0: Yeah. Okay, don't disagree there. Let's go with the matchup then of San Francisco. You're talking about the Niners defense. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers here. Who's going to win that game? Niners are going to Green Bay.
1: Yeah, I think this could be a really fun game. Um, I mean, obviously, we saw what the Niners did in the first round against at uh, at Dallas. They were able to get off to an early lead and and you know hold it throughout. The defense was solid again, just being able to contain that offense. Although we have talked about the Dallas struggles of late with CD Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott, so maybe that's not as impressive. So I, I envision this being a fun and good relatively close game i do give the edge to the packers you know they had that extra week and really Rodgers is playing the best football of anybody right now um it's really as you talked about in previous episodes aj Dillon is looking great and you said in the cold he's that beefier poor man's stare Der- poor poor man's derrick henry mold of up and down running bigger guy he's gonna hit you grind you out you throw in some aaron jones in there too i mean they got a nice one two punch and then how are you gonna stop devontae adams so yeah, I'm going Green Bay, man. There, this, is, this is the team. If Roger's trying to get that second title, he's got to get it now and he's got to beat this Niners team, which he will.
0: Yeah, this is a tough draw for them. I know they probably would have preferred, they would have preferred Dallas. uh the Rams, <laughs> Dallas. I mean anybody, yeah. Probably either would have one have of those. Dallas. Got the Rams. They would have gotten the Rams. I think they'd prefer the Rams, probably, but the Niners team is dangerous. This this team yeah. is kind of reminding me a lot of Lucky. uh the, the Tampa Bay team last year with one major, major exception. Jimmy G ain't Tom Brady. Uh,
1: quarterback, <laughs> you know? quarterback position. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I mean, otherwise, though, let's, you got weapons all across the field. You got a, a really strong running game with Elijah Mitchell. You got Debo and Ayuk is finally playing well. You got Kittle as an X-Factor at tight end. Your defense is coming into form at the right time. The, the stars are aligning for them. It's just when you get to the final four here, I mean, you're just like, you have the best of the best, you know? And Jimmy Garoppolo... Has been a really good serviceable quarterback, but he's not gonna he's not gonna go into Green Bay and beat Aaron Rodgers. I don't think. I just don't <laughs> see that happening. It's Saturday Wouldn't night in Green Bay. It'd be pretty wild, but yeah, I think I think Rogers gonna show out.
1: Okay. All right. So the next prop we got is over under 24 and a half completions by Aaron Rodgers. What you feeling?
0: So I I, I looked this one up a little bit because I had him in one of my leagues and saw that efficiency and thought he was great at fantasy and all that, but he didn't throw for a ton of yards and it wasn't always a lot of completions. I think he only went over 24, five times this whole year. And those were typically games where they were really close and, and they were kind of higher scoring. I took the under here. I don't think he's going to have to for starters. Um, I think they're going to want to emphasize the run and they're going to want to do some ball control. Aaron Jones for six yards, AJ Dillon for five yards, you know, screen pass for eight yards. Devontae's going to get his, so I'm not worried about that. But um, that's really the only receiving threat they've got. You know, Alan Lazard and Valdez Scantling may be injured, but Alan Lazard is good. He's like a serviceable number two, but he's not great. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's going to have to complete 25, 26 passes. I would say I would more likely see him in the 20 to 24 range, just to guess, yeah. but I'm going under. Uh,
1: I, too, went under and I, too, had done a deep dive just like you, because I was like, man, I just cannot think of games where he completed more than, you know, I couldn't think of a game where he completed 30. And so you're right. I I looked literally up the same stats. I pulled up his game log. Uh, He did it. He went over 24 four times Uh, and it was like 29, 28, 27 and might have been another 27. And then over the season, he averaged 21 completions uh, a game. So again, it's just that efficiency. And, you know, that's also kind of the gift and curse of having an efficient defense as well. They're putting your positions where it's not long field scenarios. And uh, so he doesn't have to throw it as much. And obviously with the running game. So I too am going under just with all those things combined.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I underestimated your ability to research things. On <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Shame on you. All right. So the last one in this game specifically, and this is really interesting. Who's going to have, and they had to, they had to, they had to uh, include rushing yards. Who's going to have more to receiving plus rushing yards, Debo or Devonte Adams receiving plus rushing yards.
1: I know they had to add the freaking plus rushing because, you know, just like last week, everyone fell into the Debo trap when it was the prop bit of who's going to have the most uh, receiving yards and um, because he's been splitting duty, man. And so that's killing his uh, receiving yards. Uh, so yes, receiving and rushing that does add a new little twist, but uh, I'm going to go with Devonte just because I mean, he's unguardable basically and him and Aaron Rodgers are something special and they're going to keep you're going to go to this guy in the playoffs when you need a big play or any play. So I'm going Devonte.
0: Yeah, I should have looked up his playoff stat specifically. But I just got a feeling that he's what you just said, which is like, you <laughs> know, pretty which comes to shove. Like, yeah, it's great to get everybody involved and Josiah DeGuara And uh, that's all cute and everything. But like Devonte Adams is your man and he's unguardable. He's, he's probably the best receiver in the league. I'm going to go with Devonte Adams as well. I took Debo last week, did not have a huge yardage output. Although he was a game changer. He didn't have to have a whole bunch of yards to do that. Um, I guess most of the games when he's been in the backfield, he's been more run heavy than, than receiving heavy. I thought they might open it up and let him just touch the ball every play. I think they should, but they didn't. So I'm going to go with Devonte here, knowing that he's probably good for nine for 140 or something, you know, like he's, he's probably just going to light it up. That's just what he does.
1: So in my deep dive with Devante as well in the playoffs, uh, in the last three years or in the last three times they've been to the playoffs it's 2016, 2019, 2020. He has played seven games. Okay. And in those seven games, he has averaged 93 yards uh, receiving. Yeah. So, yeah, with six touchdowns, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, pretty <laughs> that's good. That's not bad. That is not bad. That's pretty good. Yes. All right. So now we're going on to Sunday with the first matchup of that day with the Los Angeles Rams traveling to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, this is a good one. Seen it already this season. What's going to happen in the postseason?
0: Yeah, I felt a lot better about this choice uh, before last weekend. The Rams looked really impressive. Uh, but I did. think the Cardinals just look like total garbage, honestly. so I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what's what there. I think they, they're they going to act like they looked impressive, which is great for them. They're going to have all the confidence. But the truth is going to come out at some point. They're either really good or they're not. Um, I'm going with the Bucks at home. Give me Brady. I know, I know you're probably feeling the same thing, in part because I just hate the Rams, and I do believe Stafford's going to choke at some point here. But, um, yeah. The, the Bucs are rounding into form per usual. Mm-hmm. They they proved they can get it done with just Evans and Gronk and a bunch of nobodies. Fournette, I think, is going to be back healthy hopefully this week. Uh, Geo was back getting involved. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks.
1: Yeah, I really think an underrated player coming back was Gio Bernard because, you know, Brady loves that third down back coming out of the backfield, you know, the James White type, and Gio fits that pill perfectly. So I think that was really an underrated weapon coming back for him, and that that can be scary. It's not... A Chris Godwin type it's not even like I mean anything close to Rob Gronkowski or anything like that but it it's the little things he'll get you those five six yards that you might need for that first down and really just kind of open it up as a lot another mini threat and I know for still kind of day-to-day they haven't confirmed whether or not he's going to be back but if he is that that almost rounds out that entire offense. I know you're still missing Chris Godwin, but it's still a scary thing. And you know, Tom Brady's can find all those different guys. Uh, Rodgers may key on Devontae Adams thrown to him 13 times, but Brady knows how to pass it, knows how to spread it out and could define those lesser known guys. He's still going to rely heavily on Evans and Gronk. But um, so I, I see the bucks winning this. Um, I think it'll be close. The only thing that concerned me about the Rams is how bad the Cardinals played. I still would have expected them to put it away more. Again, Matt Stafford was efficient. Only threw it a 17 times. He, I mean, he completed 13 of his 17 passes. But I still would have liked to have seen it be by a bigger margin. It still felt like it should have been by more. How bad the Cardinals yeah. were. So I'm going to give the slight yeah. edge to the Bucks at home.
0: Yeah, I think with uh, going back to your point about Geo too, we didn't only we really only saw him in games when they were close or losing. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's that's when he comes in to be really important when they're winning. Like they just pound it with Fournette. Or Ronald right. Jones or Keyshawn Vaughn or whoever, and so you, you don't see because We don't need him, Gio. But when they need him, when they're down and they need that two-minute drill or they need you know a passing down back or whatever, he is so clutch for them. So I, I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got uh, a player prop here. Who's going to have more passing touchdowns in that game, Stafford or Brady?
1: Man, this one was tough. Only because you would just think the obvious choice would be Brady. Just was the weapons he has, but. The one thing that I think the Bucks are going to have is a slight edge over the Rams is the rushing attack, just especially if Fournette plays. Um, so I think if Fournette's, if he's in, they're really going to make an effort to get him in the end zone, in the red zone. And, I mean, you saw it last week, Brady only had two. It's all he needed. He was still commander of that offense and whatnot, so they they had an emphasis on the run game. But with the with the Rams, I just don't see, you know, Daryl Henderson, you know, he's been out and just inconsistent. Sonny Michelle, I just, it's going to run through Stafford. You know, he is the key cog in this game, especially if they're going to be the Bucks might be what I see is winning most of the game. So they're going to have to be airing it out a little bit more and relying on Stafford to get them down the field and get them to maybe some quicker scores. So I just see it being Stafford uh, again. Maybe this might be going back to his Detroit Lions days of coming from behind and getting some garbage touchdowns. But I can see him throwing more than Tommy this time.
0: Yeah, I get that in catch up mode. I think that's totally fair. You know who we didn't really talk about was Cam Akers. He came back and looked freaking he good. Did, that's right and we
1: did hit, hit yeah.
0: 95 yards i mean like dude that that's kind of an x factor for them i think the bucks rush defense is, is like one of the best in the leagues so mm. i mean they're not as worried about that but uh dang he looked good but uh, I'm, I'm sticking with brady on this one i mean I, yeah. I this is this is probably the spot i'm taking stafford to choke you know like at some point it's gonna happen it's gonna be here <laughs> or green bay Hater, he knows green man. bay really Hater. well but I just he's gonna choke he's gonna choke he's not the same caliber he's not the same league as these other guys
1: he's a good quarterback he's not in the same league no by no means am I a a Matt Stafford apologist is it you sure sound like it is it it fair I I sound like it just because I like the guy um and obviously I've seen him play a lot just because I've been in Michigan but if he if they just lose and it's like a solid game he has a solid game is that him choking like again, I know we've talked about how the Rams have gone all in this season. Like this is like this is the team we put together to win the Super Bowl. So if they lose in this round, but let's just say he has a good game and they lose. Is that him choking? Like is he gonna get all the blame? It's a good
0: game or a solid game? There's a difference there. If they don't win, I think it's you gotta put a, a good chunk of that on him. They have the they have the tools to win the entire thing. They went out and got even better players. They let's have say, the most dynamic so receiver in the say, league right now. You know, they've got yes. they've got their running backs back. They brought K-Makers back five months after him. an Achilles injury.
1: So, here's my thing. So, let's say it is a shootout. Just a straight-up shootout. Okay? So, it's like...
0: It's like Mahomes and Brady, you know, a few 35. years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 38-35. to 35. Obviously, the Rams, one of the big things they were touting was defense. They trade for Von Miller. You got Jalen Ramsey. Like, you got these big pieces. You got Aaron Donald. I mean... At one point, do you put some onus on the defense? Like Matt Stafford did everything he could. Maybe he only threw for two touchdowns, but he was moving that offense. They scored thirty-five. Is that him choking?
0: Yeah, depend on if he turns the ball over and it. And I think if they give up thirty-eight points, and you're going to say that defense needed to do better. That's what they wanted and got: Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey, and like that's why they have the guys they have. You shouldn't give up thirty-eight. Right. I don't care who you're playing. So yeah, maybe that would redeem him. Maybe he wouldn't be the the problem. If they give up 38 and he puts up 35, he has a great game. Like, I think, again, I think about when Mahomes played Brady a few years ago.
1: You're talking like Mahomes Brady had like four. The
0: Pats. When Brady's on the Pats. And Mahomes yeah, had like 400 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. And you're like, what an incredible game, but they lost. And you're like, damn, this kid's for real. You know, he did everything yeah. he could do. That's everything you can do. Throwing for 240 and two touchdowns and managing the game. That's not, that's not a superstar. And so if he Alex Smith's his way to yes. a close game, I'd, I'd say he's Alex Smith. I wouldn't say he's anything better. The guy's like 37 so years old. So is that a point. choke he's,
1: job? He's, that's my question. Is that fair to call that a it's choke not,
0: It's not so much a choke. It's just he's not elite. You know, he's like right. in Flacco territory. He's not elite at that point. Like He's just Whoa. not elite. <laughs> you know, like he's just not like he's not elite. And that's what I think he's trying to prove is that he is elite. And that, you know, Sean McVay is like this guy is with. If we can add Matt Stafford to this team, then we'll really take off. And I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. No, if you could add Patrick Mahomes or, well, you know, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Russell Wilson, yeah, then you'd have yourself someone who's elite, you know. Matt Stafford, I don't think is elite. That's what I'm saying. I, I okay. hope, part of me hopes to be proved wrong this year by by him doing exactly what he came there to do, but.
1: Sure. I mean, and I and I know we're kind of sticking on Matt Stafford here for a while, but I, I think that's fair to say he's not elite. My only thing is just that I just feel like he gets a lot of the unfair. If they lose, it's going to be a choke. It's Matt Stafford choke. So I just feel like his performances are being rated a slightly tighter and harsher. Um, well, yeah, anyway, he's got honestly, you know he's
0: got he's got 15 years in the league of never
1: winning a playoff no, game, and no you got you got to
0: take you got to take some credit for that on right. quarterback, right? Of course,
1: of course. Okay, I don't remember who's leading this anymore, but I'm just going to jump in for it. Uh, All right. So now we got another player prop. All right, this is an interesting one. Over under 10.5 combined receptions by Odell Beckham and Rob Gronkowski.
0: This is really tough. This was a really tough pick for me because I feel like they're both right in that five receptions range. This is a, it's like spot on with where I, I would think this should be
1: over under. Yeah. You are the reception uh, master. You should, this is I do, your wheelhouse I do, right here.
0: I, I do love reception props. I'm actually taking the under, but I think it'll be nine or 10. I think it'll be nine or 10, but, uh, I don't like to be capped by that, but I mean, I, I think that, um, <laughs> the Rams have got to get Cooper cup back going. And I, I do actually think, spoiler alert, I do think Odell will score a touchdown here, but I think that's what he's good for. Like four for 46 and a touchdown is kind of his line, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Gronk will also score, but the it, same thing. It's like five for 70 and a touchdown is is totally doable for Gronk. And so I kind of see something like that, where we're like nine or 10 receptions. It'd be great if Gronk got 10 catches himself. I'd love to see that. <laughs> but I
1: don't think, I don't think we're going to go over, personally. I'm taking the under. Taking the under. Okay. I uh, I went with the over. And the only reason why is because of, of Gronk. And I just think that, if it, especially if it's a close game, you know, Brady always goes to his safety valve. And what better safety valve does one have than a Rob Gronkowski? Um, so I just see in him getting maybe six, seven catches. And I probably with a seven ish range, especially if it's close. And or maybe even setting the tone early, just ground and pound with Rob, uh, with Rob. So I see him getting at least seven. And then with Odell Beckham, I mean, he's been settling in perfectly with that Rams offense. He's not obviously putting up his Giants crazy numbers anymore, but I think you hit it on the head, four or five receptions, probably about 60, 70 yards, maybe a touchdown. I see him in that round, in that range. So I, I see him going over ten and a half. So Gronk
0: had five last week. Uh, Odell had four for 54 and a touchdown last week. Gronk was five for 31 and a touchdown. I think, okay. and I don't think that was an anomaly at all. I think that's kind of like about where they've been. Um, the yardage can go up and down, but I think it's about what we've seen. So yeah, I I could absolutely see it. These are two superstar players. I could absolutely see it, but I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bet on the under.
1: Okay. I like. Okay.
0: So here's another receiving yards prop. You crushed this one last week with Mike Evans. Are you going to go back to the well on Mike Evans? Who's going to have the (laughs) most receiving yards in this round? Stefan Diggs, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup.
1: I thought about it. I thought about going back to that. Well, uh, ironically, he is the least uh, picked by America in um, getting is most interesting. Yards this week. Haters going hate. to Haters Haters hate. Haters going to yeah. hate. I almost wanted to pick him just for that, but uh, we mentioned him already. I think it's going to be Cooper cup. Uh, he's going to be the key. If they are going to be upsetting the bucks, if it is an upset, which it will be. Um, it would be considered excuse me but uh i think it's got to run through cooper cup as you said last game it took him too long to get him involved not that they really needed him to against the cardinals they're going to need him against the bucks and you know there's a reason why he set all these receiving records and is that connection with matt stafford and the key to them winning is that going to be that connection so i just think they're going to really make an effort to run it through cooper so going with the
0: I completely agree. I think it'd be too cute to to go away from him, even even after last week's sixty something yarded sixty uh, something yard output. I think he's he's done one hundred and twenty yards in nearly every game. It seems like yeah. so <laughs> you most likely to get one hundred twenty Cooper Cup, and if that's going to happen, I think that's probably enough to beat these guys. I love some of the other. I mean, I like obviously Tyreek could do that any day He can go for two hundred, but you got to have the right matchup too. And Buffalo a tough matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, Evans did well against the Rams earlier in the season, but they had some healthy o- other options. Are the Rams going to try and bracket him? I don't know. Uh, I think Jalen will probably try and try and stay on Gronk as much as he can. Um, so we'll see. I don't. I don't know what'll happen here. There's some tough matchups, but I'm going to go Cooper Cup as well.
1: Okay, Coops. All right. Moving on to our last matchup, we got the Bills traveling to Vaunted Arrowhead Stadium. Man, this is a great matchup. What you think's going to happen?
0: Tough, tough, tough pick. America is split 51% Buffalo, 49% Kansas City. This is a tough pick. Um,
1: Is it fair we keep saying saying America's split? I mean, is this worldwide? It could be worldwide. Let's be honest. It's a a a reaching game.
0: The world is split. (laughs) The world Um, is watching. America may not be split. I would actually like to pull out America's data and see what the Americans think because they may not be split. (laughs) Um, So I don't have a ton of analysis for this because both teams just lit it up last week. Both teams seem to be at their best right now. And I'm going to give the edge to the home team and I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this game. But could absolutely see either one of these teams winning. They both look really damn good.
1: They both do look really good. Damn good. And we don't talk about Buffalo uh, here in or in New England. So we, we don't talk about that. We don't <laughs> talk they, about Buffalo. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, it was my wedding day. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, everything you said, <laughs> this is going to be a great game. It's too bad for the, that. Both these teams. It's not the AFC championship game like it was last season, because that was a fun game to watch. Uh Man, it really is a toss-up, but i got to give the edge to the team that's kind of been there, and I'm going to go with Kansas City. They are playing at home. I mean, shoot, I wish it was going to be five degrees. I guess Josh Allen now is a cold-weather quarterback. That may maybe make the difference, but this is Patty Mahomes' time. And they he, the second half of the year, he's been untouchable, and the Chiefs have been untouchable. I know they lost to – who was it? The Cole? Who did they lose to the one game at the end, towards the end of the season? Why am I blanking? Who did they lose to? Bengals lost to the Bengals, uh, but that was a shootout, and I just this is the time. andy Reed's got him ripe and ready, so I'm going with the Chiefs at home.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, absolutely could see either way. I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think this is Patty Mahomes' time. I think it's experience in this specific position, mm-hmm. um, and the home, I think the home field does matter, not so much from like a the fans will be a big part of that for sure, but just familiarity and not having to travel and your routines the same. And yep. I don't know that little stuff like that can, can make a difference. All That's right. Fair. So who's going to have more passing yards in that game, Josh Allen or Patty Mahomes.
1: I'm going with Patty. Uh, just because again, he shows it time and time again that he'll, he'll get you 300 at least. And he threw for five touchdowns last week against the Steelers. Uh, Josh Allen, I mean, did just rip apart the, but again, we don't talk about Buffalo. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going Patrick Mahomes. We don't talk about him.
0: Yeah, I, I really actually went really back and forth on this one too, because Josh Allen will also put up 300 on you in a heartbeat. And if they yep. are going to be losing, then he's more likely to need to do that as well. Um, I think Mahomes has the advantage of players who can take at the distance. More mm-hmm. guys on that team can get big chunk plays. Josh Allen, like Stefan Diggs is an excellent receiver. And he can get you a long catch, but he's not Tyreek Hill. And they don't yeah. have another speedster. You know, Emmanuel Sanders is like 30-something at this point. McKenzie Kobe's, looked pretty damn guy. fast. Holy McKenzie crap. looked good <laughs> in that one game. You know, and Gabriel Davis <laughs> is a good red zone player. But yeah. that's not like an integral part of their offense. Whereas, yeah. number one, you can't tackle Travis Kelsey, as we saw. Um, so he could rumble and stumble his way for a 70-yard gain. Tyreek is likely to break one of those anytime obviously Pringle and Demarcus Robinson and Nicole Hardman, like all those guys are fast. So if you can get the ball in their hands and, and give them some open field, they can turn an eight yard pass into a 30 yard gain. I think because of that, and that's really the main reason for me, you're more likely to get more yardage out of Mahomes. homes. Okay. Could you, you I could definitely go either way on that one though.
1: See, it's fair. Cause you get to do a deeper dive since you can talk about Buffalo where I can't, we can't talk about Buffalo. that's true. That's true. So, there you go. Okay, so uh in conjunction with the passing yards, the next prop is over under five and a half combined passing touchdowns by Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I'm going over, man. I mean, they had yeah. ten last week. <laughs> yeah. Mahomes had five <laughs> by had himself. He had a five yeah. by himself. come on. Yeah, we're both going I mean, over. That's it. I think <laughs> that's th- it. yeah.
0: I think these, these defenses are better than ten, but this could be a shootout. <laughs> yeah.
1: For sure. Done. Both over. over. Got it. Okay, right, I'll keep going since that was easy. Uh, all right, we'll tra- <laughs> with that being said, of those 10 touchdowns, will Travis Kelsey yeah. score one of them?
0: Uh, I say yes on this one, too. I mean, he's a he's a touchdown maker. Uh, he's a playoff touchdown maker. I think he's he's good for it. X factor, whatever you want to call him. Um, yeah, I think Kelsey is going to get he's going to get in the end zone.
1: I'm getting cute here, and I'm saying no. Um, I had it, I had it locked in the entire time, just so you know, I wasn't like, I'm willing to see what Kemper says, I'm gonna do the opposite. No, I mm-hmm. the whole I just went with it just because I don't know, I just had this gut feeling. I know I'm I'm only I'm in the very big minority here, but I just think it's it might be because of some big plays and I see a Tyreek getting it, or even you know, some of the guys coming to the backfield, or, or even Patty running himself. So I'm going with the very cutesy pick of no, okay. you you heard it here first. As he scores on the first drive, <laughs> yeah, I know he's going to score immediately.
0: He's going to return the opening kickoff somehow. Like Travis Kelsey runs it back.
1: <laughs> yep, perfect.
0: Um, yeah, well, I think I think Buffalo, per DraftKings at least, has got the number one defense against tight ends or something. Or they had See? for a lot of the years. So that's probably they probably got it your means
1: head. Means a ton. Overthinking it means it. a ton. <laughs> yeah.
0: Over- overthinking it. All right, man. Well, there's uh, our picks for pigskin picks playoff. Pick em. I like yes, this. Sir. I kind of like this. Like, I love introducing player props because I bet on them anyway. Yeah. Like, I kind of like can I throw that in there? And it's a lot of fun.
1: Granted, there are only four games, but so you had to do some more. So, no, I I love this little side aspect of it. It's really cool. I wish you could kind of do that. Maybe we'll make some of our own up next regular season to kind of spice it up a little bit. But anyway. All right, man. So now it is your week in the trivia hot seat. And so this week, you being. Is, is that, that how man? you do your intro to yeah, me a man. Well, yeah. It's time for what? It's not I for blind did- resumes. It's not blind I resumes. You did it for
0: trivia last week too.
1: Well, no, I can't do the same. You want me to do the same? You want me to say trivia? I'm, See, pretty, I'm pretty sure you did effect.
0: exactly that last week. Yeah, I think uh,
1: you did. Well, we got to change that because that's that's solely for blind resumes. So I'll think of a new uh, intro for trivia. I'll get on that. That's my bad. But this week for you, it is Encanto. Are you ready? Encanto. Encanto. Yes. Bring it on. So just like you had Nora give me a trivia last week, I talked to Brady. And I was like, Brady, All boy. Right, Brady. Because, you know, we had a, we had the kids listen to the, the podcast last week. And so, of course, yep. we do the trivia every time. I, I hit pause and they answer. So they did great. And they love Nora's questions. So I'm like, Brady, man, you want to do the same thing this week? He's like, yeah. So okay. oh, these man, are from the mind of one Brady Gelfand. Keep in mind, some did he are make pretty... up any
0: entirely on his own? I <laughs> mean, like how many like, little like pirates I, were there in that yeah. scene? I mean, <laughs> no, Kakaburas or whatever. No, <laughs>
1: um, he did not. But his kind of got deep. It's not like a, a simple one-word right. answer. It's like you have to write. It's like a college entrance essay. So one of those things. Okay. So I expect okay. that level. Okay.
0: Can I can I get uh, Rick Springer to get me in the side door for that or no?
1: Can I take <laughs> like a, like I'm a like I'm a water polo player or? Yes, we love those college admission scandals, so it's perfect. Usually, it was like women's volleyball ish, like USC, but polo works, water polo works, or rowing. Rowing would be a good one. Going to Cornell or something. Sidebar on
0: that: if you haven't seen that documentary, it's hilarious. But um, the one of the water, one of the kids did go for water polo, and they're like, "Hey, (laughs) take a picture in the pool with like you know put a put a cap on or whatever, and like you know have your arm up." And I'll just Photoshop a ball in there, and (laughs) he took the picture, and he and he sat back. He's like, "Dude, you're like." The water's like up to like your waist. Like that's never the case in water polo. These guys are like in like, you know, like eight foot water or something. <laughs> They're swimming. Like they don't, they don't ever they don't really get up high enough, water. you know, <laughs> you can't get water up to like below your waist. Like the picture's got to be like in your chest or something.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh my God. How terrible! If you're going to cheat, do it right. Come on, man. If you're going to cheat, you know, do it right. Come on. Jeez. Okay. So uh, I hope you got your number two pencil ready and your little blue booklet, because again, these are long answers. So number one. All right, Brady,
0: let's hear number it. Number
1: one. Why did Bruno escape from the house?
0: Oh man. So Bruno had a vision that it ended up being the vision that Mirabelle was in front of the house and Casita was cracking. And See? so he didn't he didn't want to share that vision because he didn't want to break up the family. And so he mm-hmm. ran
1: off. Yes. Also added he just hated that everyone thought all his visions were bad. And bad news, and he didn't want to be the Debbie Downer. So yes, you are correct. True. That is true. Even though Brady didn't true. answer it himself, I was like, e- "That's fine. You don't have to answer it." Because again, <laughs> these are essays. These are and the- so does so, a yes. teacher have to
0: write an essay?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> you're right. Very bad. This had to grade it. Damn it! Where is Brady? Uh, so okay, good. One for one. So now here's maybe I'll save this for the end. I'll save that one for the end. <laughs> because like you're just like, damn man. All right. Give me
0: some cinematic themes that you've seen oh, in this movie that are also so present saw, in.
1: There are a lot of blues and purples. What did that mean? <laughs> uh, all right. This was an easier one. What are the family's gifts? Just like individual, each person yeah, kind of thing? each person's gifts.
0: Okay. So uh, Tia Peppa controls grand the weather kid with her
1: round up. Grandkid roundup. Grandkid <laughs> roundup.
0: I'm just going to hit that, that generation first, okay? Yeah. Tia Peppa, well, the triplets. Tia Peppa controls the weather with her mood. Julieta yep. can cure people with her food. And Bruno has nice. the visions, obviously. Extra bonus point for the kids. rhyming. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, that's true. I did the first two I rhymed. Um, okay, then you've got Dolores can hear a pin drop. She can hear anything, supersonic hearing. Uh, Camilo shapeshifting. You've got Antonio gets his gift today, was the part of the magical song. He ends up being able to communicate with animals. Uh, Mirabelle does not have a gift other than there's speculation that she and Abuela are the only two that can really communicate with Casita. So I think there's some special bond there. She did touch the doorknob at the end that brought Casita back to life. Spoiler alert. Should have said that at the beginning. Yeah, holy anyway, crap. Uh, Luis is super strong and Isabella can grow flowers,
1: which is the dumbest power <laughs> can <grow> ever. Flowers. <laughs> can grow flowers. Or I felt like part of it Matt? is like she's perfect. Like, is that part of her power? Um, She practices.
0: She being makes perfect. practiced poses being perfect. So yeah, she's like, right. like her life mission
1: sort of thing. Okay. Well, good job. You you got the whole roundup. Well done. So two for yeah. two. All right. So we actually uh he watched it not only like a few days ago. He goes, When Mirabel and Isabella were fighting, what plant did Isabella make by accident?
0: It was a I was a cactus or something that looked like a cactus
1: um it was a it. cactus yes because yeah. you, and and she stopped at her tracks because everything she makes is perfect and she makes rows and rows yeah. of roses and what is this it's not symmetrical de Mayo by the mile yeah <laughs> yes so you are correct it was a cactus yep. good good okay now here's a tough one this one i did just because i'm like you know what screw you camp i'm gonna step in for brady <laughs> on this one question but it's I actually did that for
0: you as well last time yeah
1: you did And it's not terribly hard if you know the song. What is the name of the three headed dog Hercules does not want to fight? Oh,
0: Cerberus. Obviously, you don't have to know the song to know
1: that. I know, but I knew that from other Greek mythology, other
0: like uh, fantasy and Greek mythology practices. But
1: was Hercules
0: ever like, yo, I don't want to fight Cerberus. All
1: right. So slight nerd uh, pivot. What was the name of the three headed dog in Harry Potter in the first movie? Hmm. Slight pivot. Uh, I would have said the same thing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No. It was was Fluffy. His name was. Wait, really? (laughs) Yes. Okay. They called him Fluffy. (laughs) Okay. So they, call uh, Mr. They, they call me Mister um, They call me. Okay, so is that three for three or four for four? I can't. That's four for four. That's four for four. Okay, are you ready for like the deep dive? <laughs> That's Here just, we like, go. Oh, How damn, many?
0: Ready. Kokomura <laughs> Are there?
1: <laughs> no. His again. This is the essay question. Why didn't? Okay. Why didn't Mirabel get a gift?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> right? It's like damn, man. That's harsh. That's actually like 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 hard to explain. Sort I, of. I, um, I don't
1: have it. just like how many Kakamora are there? I don't have an answer for this. So what? I would just love to hear not, what you say. Well,
0: there's not like a full <laughs> well. answer. That's. I mean, you'd have to go thematically, really, to to get an answer, which is that she does have a gift, and her gift is bringing the family together, and or talking to Casita, which gets underplayed in the movie. But she's the one who saved the family. Um, Interesting. I think it's maybe setting her up to be like the next abuela, you know, eventually. Um, That's what I was
1: kind of envisioning.
0: I don't know. There's, I'm not sure there's a right answer, but I doubt Brady is going to be happy with either of those. So,
1: uh, so you are wrong. The answer is because she has glasses. So moving on. And, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Please, God, tell me he said that.
1: <laughs> he did, and I wish he did, because I was just thinking, okay, oh, I just got to make, make Kemper be wrong. What is it? Oh, she was wearing glasses. <laughs> that would have been That'd her be mate. Awesome no, guy. she didn't get a gift because she couldn't see. Uh, she couldn't see her she couldn't door. <laughs> Those glasses were the, the wrong prescription wrong strength. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you got four out of five. Well done, yeah. Kemp. Well done. You just couldn't all get glasses. Right. That's all right. Couldn't get so, glasses. Uh, you know what? Couldn't get glasses. Happens to the best of us. It does. Uh, so well done. You you know you're in Canto, in and out. Good job.
0: I do. I will say I've seen the movie now. I saw it twice in theaters, and I, and then like it was in theaters for like two weeks, and it came out on Disney Plus for free, out. and I was like, damn it. Uh, <laughs> then we saw it on Disney Plus. I've seen it myself probably another two times and then I've wow. heard the soundtrack a billion times and my kids will also watch it like on on loop and so like I'll kind of be like walking through the living room or whatever and it's on it's just or there whatever so yeah a lot of I've exposure actually, to Encanto
1: I've only seen it the one time at home but as you said heard the soundtrack a bajillion. the kids have probably seen it 3 times by now I'd say 3 Yeah It's a great flick Great flick check it out Worth the watch. Worth the watch. Catchy songs.
0: All right. What do you say we get back to business and cover some DFS lineups here? Let's do it. Let's do it. I went first last time, alternating, of course. So why don't you start us off with your quarterback, and then we'll do it that way. Do you like doing that?
1: Uh, Yes, I do like doing that. Let's do it, and I'm ready. I found it. Hooray. Okay. All right. Good. So starting at my quarterback, we talked about him a lot That'd today. Matty
0: Stafford. You freaking we love t- that
1: guy. <laughs> no, it's the other guy I love. And he's going against your Titans, Joe Burrow. He's going Yikes. to be airing it out against that twenty fourth ranked pass defense. Six thousand six hundred dollars, Joey B. Let's go,
0: Joey B. That's a good play. I thought about doing it myself, ended up not oh, doing that, your bets. and instead, your bets. Edge <laughs> be your bets a little bit. Yeah, I'm hoping for just a Titans complete blowout, and the and the Bengals can't move the ball or something crazy. Um, yeah. Just emotionally, I can't pull for I can't pull for the Bengals. So I. Instead, went top dollar. Josh Allen, seventy six hundred. Yeah. The ru- the rushing yards, the rushing ability. I think was a difference maker for me. It gives him mm-hmm. a much higher floor than anybody else. And if this turns out to be the shootout that we all want, then you're gonna get three or four touchdowns in there too. Maybe even rushing touchdown, rushing yardage. Yeah, I'm going with Josh Allen this one.
1: It's kind of fun with the playoff ones that almost everyone on your team is a good player. So it's like, ah. Huh. Nice. Yes. <laughs> well, they're much more affordable. You know, there's only a couple like okay. mega. Because they get that adjust players. them because they're less to yeah. choose so, from. So Josh Allen's seventy
0: six hundred and Burrow was what, sixty six hundred or something like that? Sixty six, yeah. Yeah. So a thousand dollars
1: difference. And
0: yeah. I mean they they either one of those could finish atop the other one, but I'm gonna go Allen.
1: Okay. All right, running back. I took a page out of your book, out of our NFL fantasy challenge, and I went with AJ Dylan for fifty one hundred. Thought it was a good value play, and I see you're nodding your head. I wonder if that's going to be very similar. So,
0: yeah, I did the same AJ. thing. I I got in your <laughs> dome about AJ, didn't I? You yeah. did.
1: It? I was just saying, man, he's so high on AJ Dylan. What am I
0: missing? So I was like, you know what? Let's do this. Fifty one hundred is what you're missing because Aaron Jones was like seven thousand plus. I mean, <laughs> True, crazy difference. And I was like, these guys basically split the work. Almost all year, you know. Mm-hmm. So why would he be that much less? I guess, for me, that was like kind of a no brainer in that regard because I, even if Aaron Jones is the better player or gets slightly more work or whatever, like you're you're looking at a one A and one B, and yep. for
1: two thousand or 25000 dollars less,
0: like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, although so, yes, I'll I'm not gonna AJ lie, Dillon.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I'm still a little mad at AJ Dillon because flashback all the way to week two when Aaron Jones had that four or five touchdown game. And I was down in my neighborhood league with Jason. I was down like 30. And I was like, all I got is Aaron Jones left. Who's for a miracle? And he's doing it, doing it. I'm down by a three going into the last like four minutes. They pull Aaron Jones, put in A.J. Dillon. And you and I are texting. I'm like, I think you even said, uh-oh, A.J. Dillon's in. Jones is done. I'm like,
0: no, I needed three no.
1: more. <laughs> <It's> the <laughs> hope that kills me. Uh, so damn you, yep. A.J.
0: doing? All right, I thought you were I thought you're still salty about the two hundred dollars I made in like a ten minute stretch of betting him to score the next touchdown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd never be salty for you making the money. No, so I, I was happy okay. for that. All right, all right. Uh, right. Hedging my bets here. RB two, the cyborg himself, Derek Henry. I mean, for seven thousand five hundred dollars, had to go for it. He was my he was my one reach. So uh, here's hoping he 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 does it big. You were hating on him. You think he's not going to play, or he's going to come out and be bad, I or he's—I don't know. You're like, I, oh, said I, don't know. Be bad. I didn't say he'd be bad. My only concern is that they might not play him, which would, it's an outside chance, but that's my only he- slight hesitation. And that was my contingency. He is going <laughs> to play. <laughs> His <laughs> leg is going to have to fall off in
0: practice today for him to not play. I'm not kidding. He is <laughs> going to play. There is yes. too much built-up excitement, state. energy, yeah, morale, everything. Every this entire city is. So bonerific for foot. Derrick Henry right now. Yes. 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 So I also took Derrick foot. Henry. <laughs> yeah, I also took Derrick Henry. Tighten up, baby. Let's up. go.
1: There this dude's go. about to
0: light some shit up. He is okay. He is chomping at the bit.
1: Yes, he is. I mean, I can only imagine his competitive fire and just having to wait and sit. What's so crazy is he was still the sixth uh, highest rushing total for this season. And he played nine games. Anyway. Yeah. Derek Henry. Yep. All right. Banger number one at wide receiver. He's uh, projected. He's been getting a touchdown every game with him. Going back to the well of Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. $5,300. thought you might. thought
0: you might. <laughs> Banger number one. I had Odell oh. in my lineup. I changed him this morning. Um, I pivoted <laughs> my flex, actually, to make room for a different receiver. So we'll see okay. if it works out or not. I like that play. I think Odell, I think he's probably going to get the end zone I me. He seems to every game. So. Yeah. Not a bad play there. I'm I'm starting things off with Jamar Chase, 7,100. Um, we've talked a lot about him, about the yardage total that I think he'll get. I think he'll get a lot of receptions this game. The last game, he was like 9 for 120 or something. That was that kind of usage I could get on board mm-hmm. with. Um, so I hope he stays out of the end zone selfishly, but this is a bit of a hedge.
1: Banger number two, Jamar Chase, <laughs> 7,100 <laughs> <laughs> so- Everything you just said. There are only so many players to to draft. <laughs> banger number two, Jama. Next, all right. Banger number two
0: for me, yo boy, Mike Evans, sixty eight hundred. Taking on those Rams, he had over a hundred last time they played. Uh, I got a feeling you're going to pick him too. Uh, again, there's so only so much talent out there, and the price points were all relatively affordable. So,
1: banger number three. Mike Evans, here we go. Yeah. It's like there you go. It. Oh, doctor. So, so far,
0: so far we have Josh <laughs> Allen versus Joe Burrow, in <laughs> a wash. And I will tell you, we actually have a different third receiver, thankfully. Oh, thank and I'm glad guys. I pivoted from Odell because yeah. I had Odell. It this went. is where I had him. Oh, God. This is the one I moved out. So I okay. moved out of Odell to make room for my boy AJ Brown. Let's go okay. tighten up, baby. Nice. I want to see. I want to see all of that. All of that yep. Titans up in this game.
1: You're really just going for that Titan 6200 uh, Bengals wide receiver matchup. I like it. Yeah. Hey, I mean it's the ESPN prop bet, so it's perfect. You you have officially hedged your bet there. 100. I've officially hedged. That's true. <laughs> oh man. All right. Tight end he scored a touchdown last week. CJ Uzoma going for that Bengals Uzo's offense. <laughs>
0: Let's but go. no Mixon, because
1: screw you, Joe Mixon. Every time I pick you, you suck, so you're out.
0: That's so true, and you have him in your NFL playoff. I know, code. it's killing me. Shame on you. Same All right, so uh, I actually couldn't afford CJ Uzoma, so <laughs> I went cheaper at 2800 as I often do. Berkshire? Jeff Swame, who you called I'm Greg Swame in the last I episode. <laughs> I almost went with Ferkser, but I couldn't afford him either, so Good I'm taking mind. Jeff Swame.
1: How much? money? Was, was
0: like thirty. It was like thirty-one hundred. I was like, "Bitch, please, <laughs> get, get that out kind of here with money." That, Jeff Swaim, give me
1: that, uh, Jeff. Nice. Ooh, twenty-eight hundred. Saving. You're saving money for your flex. No, um, I'm not. I remember, I spent up at quarterback. Oh, that's right. You spent up a quarterback. So phew. Uh sort my flex. First time I have done this all year. Uh, you've done it a few times, but I went with double tight ends, and I thought it was a good value for my man. I traded him, George Kittle. Fifty-three Hundo. Dang,
0: dollars. that's a big yep. time move, George. Wow. So I haven't done a two tight. I'll tell you. So yeah, it has not worked for me a lot this year. It has in the <laughs> past, but it has not worked this year. Um, I had it. So whenever I had Odell Beckham still in my lineup, my flex was going to be Dawson Knox. So I was going to mm-hmm. do double tight as well. Um, okay. I moved Dawson out. Had to go cheaper than Dawson for this pick. This is a dart throw. Has flashed some recently. I'm taking Byron Pringle. The Stackable Ooh. chips got to love okay. those. Byron Pringle 4200 was all I could really okay. afford here, and I uh, thought, you know, he's got a shot of getting the end zone anyway, so that's fine.
1: Okay, nice. Um, so obviously went to the bottom of the defense, and there were only three I could afford, <laughs> and that yeah. was the, the Bengals defense, the Bills defense, or the Niners defense. Not great choices. Uh, I ended up going Bengals. Just because, you know what? You hate the time I basically make, went all in on this Bengals team for my uh, daily fantasy. Is like, you know what? I can't wait
0: until Derrick Henry gets five touchdowns <laughs> on the ground. And just for fun, they throw him a touchdown too. Um, I can't wait
1: dude has like 30 career receptions but three of them are going to be for touchdowns on the weekend uh well it's just funny shoot if if my defense picks continue so last week i picked the patriots defense they surprisingly they rallied to score me zero points because it was going to be (laughs) negative four but they blocked two kicks so thank god for those so i'm just wondering the Bengals are probably going to be in that same territory (laughs) just rally for zero that's all ask. rally for zero
0: yeah I was stuck in the same situation as you and um, obviously waffled back and forth on this. I was not going to take the Bengals because I just thought the Titans, although Tannehill had a four interception game, they don't typically turn the ball over that much. And he's mobile enough. They didn't get sacked that much. The Bengals lost several players in that Raiders game to injury. So sure. I, I don't think their defense is going to look as good this week either. I went with, as I've said this before, like the best unit that's available regardless of matchup. I went with the Bills. Bills I don't love the matchup. Bills. I think Mahomes no. is going to light it up, but... And The Bills are the best defense that's out there. If anyone's going to yeah. get some, and Mahomes Mahomes can turn the ball over on you too. Like he'll he'll he try can. and force some stuff. So if anyone's going to get, I'm going to go with the best playmakers. Although the Niners have a good defense too, but uh, Rogers does not turn the ball over, so he does not, not ever not counting on that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was I was literally as I said there were the last three I could choose from, and the, and the Bills were going to be my only other potential play. And I was like, ah, I don't know. So Bengals yeah. for me, Bills for you. Tough pick. All hilarious. right, so there we go. Just come down. It could be just coming down to our defenses, which is hilarious because eighty percent of our team <laughs> is the same.
0: <laughs> we do have we have what like six of the same out of like nine. Something like that. Was that. Crazy. <laughs> that was awful. Okay, so uh, that's are DFS lineups. I got a few sports book picks this week, and I'm going all player props on this one. I don't like it. The lines. Uh, I don't love the odds that you get with the lines. They're all like. Kind of three-point games. Um, I think the Packers are maybe a six-point favorite, which I actually don't love that either. I think it could be closer than that. Like I don't know. I don't I don't love any of the, the game lines here. So I'm just going to look at some player props. Unfortunately, they're not all rolled out yet on DraftKings on the Sportsbook app. So uh, this happened to me last week too. Like Sometimes you have to wait until day of the game to see more lines come available. And some of that's like player availability and COVID issues or whatever. But um, um, of the ones that are available... That contingencies one of my favorite words so of the ones that are available i do have six player props that i am tracking right now that i like get it um and I'll rec- it. i will recommend these so i have got Tannehill under 300 237 and a half passing yards um he's another one i looked at his his yearly totals and it was only a few times he was over 240 that might have been the one where he's actually five games over 240 it doesn't happen that often and with derrick henry back i think it'll happen even less less even likely less. here I think they're going to try and control the game, keep the ball out of Burrow's hands and that explosive offense. So I see some dink and dunk passing and a lot of Derrick Henry. I'm going under 237. Devontae Adams, anytime touchdown. This was a minus 135, which is not great odds, but it's probably uh, one and three quarters your money kind of deal. You put in 10, get 17, something like that. So uh, I think he's going to score. He's just such a stud. Um, I took the A.J. Dillon, anytime touchdown. This is actually plus 100, so this will double your money. You know how I feel about AJ Dillon mention him a you lot him. Um, Gronk anytime touchdown I'll play this pretty much every week he plays Also a <laughs> plus 100 Which I was surprised That's double your money too um, I will take that I got Mike Evans I'm I'm sort of putting my money where my mouth is here Mike Evans over 69.5 receiving yards Granted he's the only real receiving weapon they have uh, Gronk's obviously tight end uh, But Evans is the best receiver they've got So he's going to get more attention But if they're going to win this game I think he's going to have to have more yards than that so that's a minus minus one fifteen, at 69 and a half receiving yards. And then Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. This was one of our prop bets on the playoff pick And I think he'll score minus minus one ten. That's basically double your money. Uh, I like that one as well. So a couple of, I guess four anytime touchdowns and a couple of yardage people. I'll look at some more as the, as the stats start rolling out.
1: Nice, dude. I like those. Um, it's interesting. You were talking about Mike Evans being the only receiver threat while I was filling out daily fantasy, Scotty Miller almost made it into my lineup. So no, just, no. just that's, Rashad what, Perryman, that's what it was. Rashad Perryman looks like he can't catch a cold, man. He he looked bad. Yeah. So, Although uh, yeah, I don't want to live that. I went down a Twitter hole yesterday and someone had put a tweet and I'd actually seen this graphic uh, earlier in the year. It was a picture of Brady's um, everyone who's caught a touchdown for Brady and it showed like their jersey. And if you had more touchdowns, it was like a bigger jersey and all that. So it's just kind of interesting to see. Mike Evans is creeping up. I think he was on like the second level of of the jerseys. I think it went like 10 mm-hmm. across. And uh, yeah. it was something like 97 or something. Different people have caught a touchdown for Tom Brady. Um, but Perriman was on there. It just, the <laughs> fact did. that you just brought up Perriman. Like, oh, he was technically on there. He didn't catch that one touchdown. So he is on the in the graphic.
0: <laughs> yeah, one of the worst. Uh, but you know like number one. or something, right? I was going to say Gronk, Gronk right? is number one. Yeah. Yep. He has yeah. number one, he's got like 105 or something from him. Something. Great and like. Randy just in like two seasons is probably number three or something. <laughs> three or four. He <laughs> got 23 in
1: one year. He did catch a lot. Mike Evans, Mike yeah. Evans is already up to 29. I think with Brady. He's up to so 29. he's got to be close to where Randy is probably. Right. Well, Randy got 17 that one year. But 23 one year. no 23 the one year sorry i was thinking he's yeah. 17 um anyway yeah he's he's probably it was like fifth close to 50 Uh eh, how many years he played there? Five-ish. he played three but okay. one was with matt castle so never mind so it's not gonna be that high yeah no but he's yeah. probably it's a it's a great threes. graphic it's a great graphic just kind of see my man troy brown's on there mike rabel's on there so that's sweet uh Ravens caught a bunch of
0: touchdowns, yeah.
1: He did. He was a goal line master, man. Goal line master. That's right. Sweet. All right. So we got a lot of great games coming up. There are picks. It's gonna be fun weekend. These are great matchups. It's interesting, the AFC it went one, two, three, four down the seeds. Then of course the Niners threw the wrench in that plan on the NFC. So it's one versus wait. So it's one versus six and then two versus four. Two versus uh, three. Two versus No, the Rams were four. four. Yeah. Boom. Cowboys were right. three so uh great games these are gonna be really fun to watch and uh, we'll see if matt stafford's gonna be a choke job we'll see if brady can get over the touchdown hump a lot of great prop bets so a lot of exciting stuff and of course saturday also my coaching debut in the y league so i'll you'll be getting the scout on the uh extended box score on that as well if you can set up a video feed i'll just
0: i'll bounce back and forth between that and the titans game i think that's i'm probably equally excited about both
1: yeah, because unfortunately, the I mean, not unfortunately, I can't wait for this basketball game. It's at three o'clock. So, oh, burn. yeah, burn. It's like, uh, Coach Ethan, what are you looking at? Huh? Oh, nothing. Uh, go in there and shoot a three pointer. There are no threes in this league. Get out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. It's fine. <laughs> all right, man. With all that being said, keep on folding. Fold it.
0: Isabelle's kind of a bee, kind of a bee.